This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Hey, Bestie. Just wanted to let you know that this episode discusses domestic violence. So if that is something that is triggering for you, maybe just skip this episode. Hi, guys. My name is Kat. And my name is Letitia. And you guys are listening to Basically Besties. Before we get into the episode, guys, we are going to ask if you can please vote for us. Yes, please. Because we've been nominated (laughs) for Listener's Choice for the Australian Podcast Awards and, yeah, you need to vote to win. So We need your help. This will be our first time winning. Wouldn't it be so fun? And we've Mm. promised you guys if we win, we're doing a drunk episode. Do you know how hilarious that would be? It would be crack up. Uh, We're definitely getting cancelled for that. There will be some cancellations (laughs) within that episode, I already know, but it will be so fun. So, yeah, if you can head over to the link in the description and vote for us, that would be amazing. And you guys know we start off every episode with our side eyes, so do you Mm. want to say yours first? I would love to go first. I'm scared. You're scared? About what your side eye is. Oh, man, I feel like I talk about this every single day of my freaking life but this time really takes the cake so you guys know Jonathan is lactose intolerant okay this man refuses to accept that he is lactose intolerant so he will go to a chemist and he will buy lactase tablets which is basically a tablet you take that will give you the enzyme so that you can have Um, minimal amount of lactose the requirement for these lactase tablets is like one to two tablets he will literally take 20 i'm not i'm not exaggerating if you see my videos you'll see how many bloody tablets this guy takes right especially when we're going out for dinner to eat like a yummy dessert or whatever Mm. anyways we're in vietnam 
We go to this restaurant. We eat good. We eat um, a dessert that has dairy in it. So dad has his lactose tablets. Now, these lactose tablets do help him not poo his pants, but he's still like farts, okay? Okay. So I'm prepared. I'm like, this guy's going to fart for real because he's having a really rich dessert and I just know it. So we get on – we're on scooters at this point in Vietnam. He gets on the scooter first and he turns the scooter on and then it's my turn to get on. So I flick my leg over and as I'm about to sit down, he farts. Oh, my God. Into this area. My lady area because I'm sitting over like I'm riding a bike. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like, dude, could you not have waited? I don't know until we got to the hotel or maybe farted prior to me (laughs) sitting on this damn scooter. Like, why did you have to fart as soon as I sat down? It's just yell at him. Of course I yelled at him. All the Vietnamese people were looking at me like I was crazy because they didn't hear him fart. They just see this, you know, small Asian lady yelling at her husband. But anyways, that was my side eye. That is foul. Yeah, he's disgusting. That is disgusting. I hope you're listening to this too, Jonathan. I'm not happy. You're still thinking about it weeks later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My side eye. I think this is my first side eye ever about Deja. <gasps> Do you oh. think? No, you get angry at Deja all the time. But tell me. So when you were away, I was watching her and the whole time she kept begging me. She's like, can, can you take me to go get my seconds pierced? Can you take me to go get my seconds pierced? And I was like, okay, okay, I'll do it, I'll do it. And I was like, I'll take him on Thursday because I was really busy. And so I pick her up on Thursday and I take her to go there. And she's like, the first person we go to is like, oh, you need a parent's consent mm-hmm. right and I was like oh can I just call them like they're literally mm. overseas now like no like a parent needs to be here so I'm like okay she's like can we go to this other place like I was like oh my gosh fine so we went to this other place and they were kind of like the same tell everyone that I had no idea this was happening at the same time well Deja it- told me she was like yeah mum was gonna take me before oh. she went overseas but she she ran out of time and it only makes sense for a parent to consent for their child to have their ears pierced anyways and continue. so I was like okay whatever like I'll just take you like whatever like I'm 20 years old like surely that's enough consent right <laughs> and I'm her sister and they're like oh does are the parents okay with this I was like yeah they're fine <laughs> Because I thought, like, Deja kept harping on that you were going to take her. So I was like, it's fine. I didn't even think twice about it. And then just about a few minutes before she's about to get her ears pierced, she's like, can you get yours done too? (laughs) And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I hate pain. I hate pain. And I was like, fine. Like, I'll get my ears pierced. But Really? You just made a decision on the spot? Well, to be honest, I've been wanting to get my seconds pierced for, like, two years but mm. I've never built up the balls to do it mm-hmm. because I hate piercing like I don't you're just like so weird though you have a belly piercing yeah which was so painful may I add I hated getting it yeah but it's cute now yeah and like I don't know why I don't know what got into me when I got but that, that was after your breakup wasn't it you kind of do yeah. weird shit after you break <laughs> up with people <laughs> anyways yeah continue anyways 
So I got my seconds pierced. Deja harped me into it. She made me go first and now I have a seconds piercing. Whatever. That's my side eye. For her forcing you to get a yes, piercing. to get my pier- ears pierced. And then also you just saying that you had no idea about it because well, I thought you knew. Really, this should be my side eye. My kids getting a piercing behind my back. I can't even get angry at Deja or you because you guys were spending quality time together. So if I did get angry at you, it's just like, you know, ruining the moment. So I have to just sit there and kind of go, huh, awesome, guys. <laughs> How did you find out? She t- sent me a Snapchat. Of what, me getting them pierced? No, it was like a video of her and you and you're like, and the text was like, got our seconds done. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in Vietnam, like not happy. Oh but yeah, I, I knew it would eventually happen because she's had her seconds done before, but they closed over. And this is why I didn't want her to get it redone so soon because I didn't think she was ready for, to get them again because she couldn't oh. look after her other ones. But I was going to wait till she turned 13, but it's only a few months away. Well, I mean, uh, I don't even know. That's probably the first bad thing I've done then anyways <laughs> ever in my life. So. Yeah, I wouldn't even call it that mischievous thing <laughs> i know some parents would lose it if their kids got a piercing mm. but I, i'm not that mad about it yeah. i would be more pissed off if you got her a belly piercing i wouldn't do that i'd be fuming yeah like actually fuming i wouldn't do that because it's painful and i can't can't watch her go through that yeah Aww. even the ear piercing i was like girl but then she made me go first. Yeah. And made me get one. She did show me the Snapchat of you getting the piercing done and your face is just like this. <laughs> like just no reaction I'm try- whatsoever. I'm like trying to remember to breathe. I forget <laughs> to breathe. Oh, that's too funny. Okay, so this month is actually Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Over in the States, I'm pretty sure, but I'm – Pretty sure you can bring awareness wherever you are. It doesn't really matter. Um, And you've probably seen it on your TikTok. I have mentioned it in one of my vlogs when I was getting my nails done. I actually got my nails painted purple because the colour for domestic violence awareness is purple. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, and Arnie Mel actually has a tattoo of a purple ribbon on her neck for domestic violence. Is that what that ribbon is? Yeah, so... Do you know Hannah? Yeah. So um, Arnie Mel was actually close to Hannah. You guys have probably heard of Hannah. She, um, how do I say this? Her and her three beautiful kids um, left, she left her partner and he basically murdered them in broad daylight um, and Hannah actually went to our high school so she was very close um, Mel was very close to Hannah and yeah ended up getting the tattoo for Hannah um, but yeah purple is the color for DV so if you want to paint your nails a certain color this month go ahead and do it do purple, purple. <laughs> cute So this month is really important to me because if you guys don't know, I have been in the past, I was in a really toxic relationship that had a lot of domestic violence and I remember when I finally left that relationship, 
I actually remember so clearly in my mind saying when I healed from this, when I kind of moved on from this situation, I really wanted to be in the position where I could help other women. Um, I didn't know how I was going to help them, you know, thoughts of if I would go help out at a women's shelter or, you know, I didn't really know how. All I knew was that I wanted to be a person that could lend a helping hand to women who and men who were struggling in those situations. So um, by spreading awareness, by sharing my journey, by sharing my story, by teaching you guys how I kind of learnt from my situation, hopefully I can help some people out there as well. Well, if you're comfortable, do you think you could share your story with domestic violence? Sure. This is really weird because I don't think I've even told you a lot of my story. Really? I don't know. I I feel like I know. I feel like there's a lot of stories and memories that I will maybe, maybe I should write a book and, you know, share the really dark moments, but there are definitely some memories I'll keep to myself Um, and there's a lot of memories that I didn't want to share with you because I didn't want you to feel like that I didn't want to keep you away from what should I call him sperm donor (laughs) I'll just call him sperm donor so I don't drop his name Um, but I didn't want to be that mum that was like trying to not make you want to see your dad like if you wanted to see your biological father I wanted you to have that freedom of doing that and not have what happened to me impact your decision Mm. does that make sense Mm -hmm. so I feel like for a lot of your life I held back oversharing. I only shared what was important at the time and the other things that happened to me I really held on to that so that I didn't make you feel like you were going to upset me if you wanted to go see him does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So for me, I, if you guys don't know, I was a very young mum. So I met this guy when I was like 15 and I fell pregnant very, very quickly. Um, ended up getting pregnant with Tisha when I was 16 years old and gave birth when I was 17. And I don't know if you guys remember when you were 17, but you know, you're young and dumb and you don't really care about anything but the person that you're dating right you're just so infatuated with this person and that was me I was so obsessed with this guy and at the time as well my mother and I weren't getting along we still get we get along now but we don't have the best relationship it's really hard to explain my mother but she's a bit full-on I love my mum but it's just a difficult situation anyways at that time I was 17, pregnant and living in my mother's house and my mum was very, very religious, like Pentecostal Christian type of person, religious. And so after I gave birth to Letitia, I just couldn't live with my mum. It was fighting with her every day. She was very judgmental. She was really upset obviously I can totally understand looking back now that's the last thing you want for your child is to be a mother at 17 um so I ended up running away (laughs) when Tisha was six weeks old so Tisha was still breastfeeding at that point 
and I snuck out in the middle of the night with a six-week-old baby and I caught a flight from Brisbane to Cairns, then from Cairns to Thursday Island, which is a tiny island in the Torres Strait. And I went to go live with my partner at the time and his family. Um, So we were living in this small house. There was seven of us in the house and there was only one bedroom in this. What? Yeah. (laughs) So me, sperm donor and you were in this room and everyone else used to just sleep in the lounge room because they knew like you know, I, had, I just had a baby and they wanted me to kind of have that privacy, mm. I guess. They were – their family was amazing, like very welcoming, obviously really loved having us there in Thursday Island and everyone was just really excited and it was amazing. It was an incredible experience. I lived on an island. Like I literally – my deck, if you took one step, you were on the beach – like the water was lapping at the deck, the ocean. And the ocean in Thursday Island is crisp and clean and beautiful. Like you're in the Great Barrier Reef. Like it is stunning. So I lived in paradise and everything was going well. You know, I had the support from his mother and his dad and the siblings and stuff like that. And it was great. And then that house was only temporary though because they – had a house that was getting renovated at the time. And so once that house was ready, we packed up all our stuff and we moved to this house. And you were probably about six months old at the time. And the room that we had was kind of at the back. It was kind of separated from the rest of the household because that was part of the renovation. They had renovated like this It was almost like a granny flat at the back Mm. of the house type of thing. So we had that section. We had this massive room and we had our own bathroom and then there was kind of this long hallway and then the rest of the house was at the other end of that hallway. So we had a lot of privacy um, and all was going well until he started going out almost every weekend. Um, And it was kind of hard for me because I had been taken away from all my family and friends. That's the first red flag for you guys if you're listening. If anyone tries to take you away from your family and friends, that is a major red flag for me. Um, But one that I didn't even know about. I didn't even know that was a thing that people do, right? Um, So... He was going out every weekend, but I felt like I had no family. I had no friends. All I had was you. So I was at home 24-7 just being a mum, which I loved. But there was also this huge part of me that wanted my partner to be there with me. You know what I mean? To yeah. experience Obviously. having a baby. Mm. Um, so one night he kind of went out usual got wasted came back home um and I was breastfeeding you on the bed so I don't know if you if you're listening if you've ever breastfed but sometimes in the middle of the night you can't be bothered sitting up and so you lay your baby on the bed and you kind of lie on your side 
and your boob is just like in their mouth type of thing. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah, yeah. Like the baby's laying on the bed and you're just there type of thing, laying down with her. Um, so I did that. I was breastfeeding you and he came in and he was wasted and I was like, where have you been? Like obviously drilling him because I was so frustrated that he wasn't home um, and he lost it and literally corked my leg, like punched me bang in the leg and I was just crying and I couldn't even do anything because I was breastfeeding you Mm. at the same time. Um, All I kept thinking was I don't want to trigger him anymore. I don't want to upset him anymore because I don't want him to hurt my baby as well. Um, And that was the first time he hit me. So it wasn't even like like for like the first year you were together? No. So the first year was amazing, mm. so amazing. And this is why I love bombing. I don't know if you've heard of that term. Yeah. That freaks me out. And, you know, when you had that stalker boy yeah. and I was like, he's a psychopath, which he yeah. ended up being, right? Mm. So love, he was love bombing me. He was making me feel like I was the only girl in the world. He was, you know, very protective of me really like making me feel so freaking special Mm. making me feel like he was gonna marry me after two months like just that really intense love which is not normal Mm. when you think about it you know you got to ease into falling in love with people I feel like I feel like love bombing is just a big no-no for me so he was doing that to me and that's why I felt so happy and in love and felt like I could leave my family for him Mm. so yeah it wasn't like the first night he beat me up it was after a while yeah (coughs) and what did you do what did I do that not first night so I was in shock I um waited till he fell asleep because he was drunk he just passed out and I put you in bed in your cot and I crawled out because I literally couldn't walk. That's how hard he punched me because, you know, when you get corked in the leg, it's hard, hurt, it hurts enough when it's just like a cork, but he actually, you know, properly yeah. swung for me. So I crawled out into like down the hall because, you know, how I was saying our house, our room was like all the way at the back. Mm-hmm. I crawled down the hall and I went to his dad and I said, he just hit me. And he's like, what? Like, it was like two o'clock in the morning and he's chilling there watching TV and I am crawled out, tears rolling down my eyes and I've just said, he's just hit me. And he's like, what? What did you just say? And I was like, he just hit me. And so the dad storms down to the room, pulls him, his son out onto the deck and beats him up. Crazy, Jeez. crazy, intense. And then it's so weird because in that moment I felt so guilty because mm. I, it was like I told on him and yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah, it was yeah. just like wild. Um, and the next day I don't know why I did this but I was doing washing and the little brother comes up to me and he's like, what happened to your leg? And I said, oh, I fell down the stairs. And he just looked at me and he knew I was lying. 
And then I was sitting in my head going, why am I lying? Mm. And that's where it all began. That's where all the lies, you know, began where I was like, you know, covering up my bruises, not telling people what was happening because I was just so – I felt so alone. I felt like I couldn't go home because my mum was this crazy religious person. Mm. (laughs) I also couldn't go home because I told everyone I was in love and didn't want to look like a failure. Yeah. I felt like I was trapped. I felt like I was also looked after because the dad, you know, beat his son up for me. Mm. It was just all these weird and whacked out thoughts and emotions that I was going through and at such a young age Mm. I was 17 I had no idea what the hell I was doing and my main focus was you Mm. and also that thought of like I've got a child now this is my family I don't want to ruin my family I don't want to break it up so it was just like such a shitty situation did he apologize yeah so this is another thing that messes with you is because when dv happens your partner all feels a lot of regret and a lot of remorse and because you want to believe that they're sorry you want to believe that they're changed because they're crying they're begging for your forgiveness Mm. you accept their apology And then they're amazing for a week, for two weeks, until they go out again. Mm. And then the whole cycle begins. It is really a cycle that just keeps happening over and over and over again. And during that cycle, you also break down as a person because you start to lose a lot of confidence. You start to really feel lost and broken And it just keeps getting harder and harder to leave that situation the more it happens. Mm. So, yeah, sorry to be such a downer. You look sad. It's just a lot. (laughs) It is a lot. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. 
are some of the things like you wish you knew at that age? I wish I knew. There are a lot of things I wish I knew, but also I'm so grateful that these things in such a f- weird way that these things happen to me because I'm such a stronger person for it now. But some of the things that I do wish I knew is that um, I, I could have gone and spoken to my doctor myself and gotten on the pill <laughs> because at that time my mum actually refused to put me on the pill and I actually begged her to go on the pill but she thought if I went on the pill it would just encourage me to have sex but at the end of the day I was having sex anyway. Mm. sorry but I was yeah so I wish I knew that I could talk to my GP and get advice from my GP about what was best for my health at that age yeah that's one of the things I wish I knew um another thing I wish I knew was that there's so many people out there that will treat you exactly how you want to be treated I literally thought this guy was it for me. Mm. I didn't have any self-confidence. I didn't think I could get another boyfriend. I literally thought that was it. He was like God and you know what I mean? Yeah. So I wish someone built more belief in me, told me that that was a possibility. And this is why I tell you and Deja all the time, you can get – any guy you want, mm. anyone, because I don't want you to ever feel like that's the You're end stuck. of the world. Yeah. yeah. I don't want anyone to ever feel like they're stuck. That's like exactly what I don't want anyone to feel like because that is the worst feeling in the world and that's exactly how I felt. I felt so stuck. Mm. But I wish I knew that there are so many opportunities to turn your life around. Um, and – That's another thing I actually wish I knew that even though I didn't finish school, even though I fell pregnant at 16, I wish I knew that this life that I'm living now was a possibility because I never really thought that was a possibility. I always thought that I had to finish school, I had to go to uni, I had to, you know, do all these things to be successful. But there are other ways to turn your life around Mm. you just have to be surrounded by the right people and that's another thing I also wish I knew and what I always tell you and Deja you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with Mm. so if you are hanging around losers you're going to turn into a loser Mm. But if you're hanging around people who are bright, uplifting, working towards something, building businesses, getting successful, in the end, that's going to happen to you too. Yeah. But if you're surrounding yourself with people who are drinking every single day, not doing anything with their lives, living off, you know, the doll or whatever, that's going to happen to you as well. So those are a few things that I wish I knew. So what would you say if any of our, like what could our besties do if they were going through anything similar? Sure. So for me, I felt like when I was going through some of the worst times of my life where I was, I didn't feel 
like anything. Like I literally felt like a shell of a human being and I felt like I had no friends or family. One thing that really helped me was going to women's shelters. So there was one point in my life where I remember spending literally two months straight every single weekend at a women's shelter. And when you go to these women's shelters, the women there are so amazing, so so supportive, but you start to notice that there's a pattern. The women that you meet there, the stories that you hear. And I remember going to a women's shelter. This is probably one of the last times I went to a women's shelter. And I met this lady. She had two kids. And she was heading back to her partner after being at a women's shelter for that long. She was with this guy for like five years. And she said she's been going to this same women's shelter almost every weekend and I was like so mind blown because she had been there for so long she was doing it every weekend and that day she was going back to her partner does that make sense like she went there to like escape him escape yeah women's shelter is okay so a women's shelter is a safe safe space for women and their kids And so if you feel like you're in a dangerous situation, you can call up a women's shelter. They'll either have someone pick you up or you can get a taxi there and they'll pay for your taxi. Mm. You go to this women's shelter, they give you a room, they give you all your food and basically look after you to help you get out of that situation. So you did it while you were with him? Yeah, I did it multiple times. So tip, what you will notice in women's shelters that, is it takes women a few times to actually leave their partner Mm. because that's when it gets really, really scary when you actually leave. It gets very intense. So a lot of women feel like or hope for the best, like this is going to be the last time. Maybe this time he's actually being serious. Maybe he does really want to change this time. You know, you're always hoping for the best. Um, So what ends up happening is women go – to these shelters a lot of the time and this one particular woman had been there that many times she'd been with her husband for however many years and then she was doing the same thing again Mm. and I was in my second month of doing that you know what I mean yeah so I'm sitting here going I'm so exhausted after two months so embarrassing as well going into those women's shelters because it's just not a good situation. It doesn't mm. feel good. You don't feel like you're doing good as a mum, bringing your child into those situations. Like you just feel so beat down. And so after two months of me doing that and then seeing this woman who had been doing it for years, I was like, I can't do that anymore. I can't do this anymore. Mm. Like you get to a point where you just have to go. Yeah. That's way too like that's so long yeah well sometimes women don't even have the courage to go to women's shelters so that's what I'm saying like a lot of women keep all this information to this to themselves because they don't want to they don't want to be judged they don't they feel like they also don't want to make their partner look bad Mm. um and the easiest way for me to 
I guess, leave a bad situation was to go to a women's shelter because the women's shelter isn't going to tell your family, isn't going to tell your friends, isn't going to, you know. So you can kind of keep that part of your life private but at the same time I feel like going to women's shelters really helps build your confidence to actually Mm. take that next step and leave for good. Yeah. Because going to women's shelters is kind of like taking a little baby step of leaving. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't even know that that existed. Really? No. Yeah, they do. Only out of like homeless shelter. Mm. But no, that's good. Yeah. I remember going to the women's shelter for the first time and I was so confused because I ha- you were still a baby, obviously, and we had we were given a room and um I switched my phone off because I didn't want to talk to my ex and I was in the room and I was starving and I was like fuck Tisha is probably hungry too I didn't have any money at that point because he was controlling my money as well and I remember the lady coming up and she's like you know you can take anything from the kitchen if you're hungry if you want to cook anything up and I remember going into the kitchen and there was just like so much food it's obviously like baked beans and you know, two-minute noodles and stuff like It's not like gourmet steak or anything. But I just felt so relieved because you don't have that pressure of going, shit, I need money to go grocery shopping. Like it's all Mm. there provided for you. Yeah, that's good. And that's one of the reasons why when I left, like when I actually fully left, that's why I wanted to give back to these places because they helped me immensely. Mm. Yeah. And that's why – so you guys will see when I launch my business, um, a part of the profit is actually going to Small Steps for Hannah, um, which is like something that's really special to me as well. All right. Well, thank you for listening. I feel really bad. This is like a really sad episode. No, don't feel bad. I feel like it's just really deep. It is so deep. And I don't think I've ever spoken about this on on the podcast. I've done little TikToks here and there, but I've never really gone into depth about the whole process. Mm. And I feel like I could really dive in even deeper. There's so much more. Yeah. Yeah. No, thanks for sharing. Hopefully it helps someone. No, but this is the end of the episode, guys. Don't forget to vote for us um, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Okay, Okay, bye. bye. Basically Besties is recorded at Amplify Studios situated on Gadigal land and hosted by us, Letitia and Kat Clark. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com